This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by TextHelp, provider of the award-winning literacy solution, Read and Write Gold. Is your child or student struggling with reading and writing? Read and Write Gold from TextHelp can help. Read and Write Gold's text-to-speech software is for individuals with reading or writing difficulties, those with learning disabilities such as dyslexia, and English language learners. Its customizable toolbar integrates with common applications and provides support tools for reading, writing, studying, and research. With Read and Write Gold, students of all ages can get the support they need at school, home, work, and now even in the cloud. The TextHelp web apps allow users to access their favorite Read and Write features in the cloud, anywhere, anytime. To learn how Read and Write Gold can help your struggling student, visit TextHelp.com or call 1-888-248-0652. That's 1-888-248-0652. And as a special offer, from now until July 31st, 2013, you can receive 10% off any online order of Read and Write Gold by entering the code ATTIPS13SAVE10 upon checkout. That's AT Tips, the numeral 13, save the numeral 10. Order your copy today. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look. Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's... AT Tips Cast, episode 119, with your host, Chris Bouguet. Recorded on June 17th, 2013. Knowing my propensity for superhero movies, my wife dialed up Fandango and got opening night tickets to see Man of Steel as an early Father's Day present. We opted for the 2D version of the film, as 3D sometimes tends to set off the wife's migraines. 2D, as it turns out, was a good choice, because it saved us a few bucks and because it was way less crowded than the 3D showings. With the money we saved on tickets, we chose to get ourselves a small popcorn, which was another good choice because, man, was it delicious. Comfortable with our decisions, we settled in, held hands, another good choice, and enjoyed watching the last son of Krypton make his way to Earth. While watching Superman duke it out with General Zod, I couldn't help but make some analogies between the plot of the movie and contemporary practices in assistive technology and education. I had no choice but to write them all down and share them with you as an AT Tips cast episode. But be warned, there are spoilers in here, so choose wisely if you want to listen on if you haven't seen the movie. Thanks in advance for choosing to listen as I share AT Tips 360 through 363. Zack Snyder's reboot of the Superman franchise, Man of Steel, is thick with action, while providing the audience with plenty to think about once the final credits roll. The movie starts with a bloody coup against the leaders of the planet Krypton, by a rebel army led by the traitorous General Zod. Zod explains that the impetus for this assault is that the current leaders have led Krypton to its doom, draining it of all its natural resources. 
Zod and his loyal followers fail in their attempt at an overthrow and are banished to the Phantom Zone, where, ironically, they are both protected from and then freed by the cataclysmic event that destroys the planet. Freed from imprisonment, Zod searches for a way to bring Krypton back to life by searching for something called the Codex, a code which can re-establish Kryptonian life. Once he discovers that this code is embedded within Superman, he becomes obsessed with killing Superman and turning Earth into a new Krypton, which, unfortunately, would result in the death of every human. Through the course of the movie, we also learn that Superman was the first natural birth on Krypton in a very long time. For centuries, every other Kryptonian was born from a pod-like system causing their purpose to be predestined to fill a given need. Kryptonians, in essence, are born with a purpose which cannot be altered. Kryptonians grow with the propensity for their chosen profession, and although the success rate isn't discussed in the film, we're apt to assume it's pretty high no matter how they are taught. Therefore, no matter what, Kryptonians will achieve their educational goals. Humans are not like Kryptonians. Humans need to be given choices about what works best for them to help them achieve their goals. For this reason, it's important for educators to embed choice into lessons and activities so students can begin to determine what modalities they prefer. Learning style inventories are good tools to help students decide upon which modality they prefer. Rather than give you one resource, I'm going to give you choices. You can find a list to a bunch of different inventories at attip number 360 bit.ly/lcpsatdgo/learningstyles. That's bit.ly/lcpsatdgo/learningstyles. But if you really don't want to skim that list, you can also use attip 361, which is bit.ly student Profile Survey in Google Docs. That's bit.ly student profile survey in Google Docs. Beyond modality, like audio, video, tactile, etc., educators can also offer choices for tool selection. A useful strategy to help a student select the appropriate tool to complete a given task is something called a tools checklist, which I'm calling ATTIP 362. In order to create a tools checklist, the student starts by asking the question, what tools do I need to complete this activity? The student then lists the tools available in the environment that could be used to complete the activity. Then, finally, the student uses the checklist to make choices about which tools he or she would prefer to use to complete the task. For instance, let's say the task was to write a five-paragraph essay. The student could look at all the tools available to write the essay, which might be a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen, an eraser, a slant board, a paper-based graphic organizing template, a digital graphic organizing template using software, a word processor, word prediction software, spell check capabilities, text-to-speech software, and the list might go on. Taking that list, the student then decides which of those tools would work best for him or her. In this way, the student is making the choice and, as a direct result, takes more ownership of the tools and the end product. Students exercising the ability to choose is the fundamental difference between a human upbringing and a Kryptonian one. And look how well that lack of choice turned out for the Kryptonians. General Zod was another son of Krypton. His preordained purpose was to serve and protect Krypton. To Zod, this meant he needed to keep Krypton alive at all costs, even if that meant the death and destruction of other planets, like Earth. 
In a way then, Zod really had no choice in his actions. His sole purpose was to protect Krypton, and throughout the movie, despite being given options and chances to change his course of action, he does not, because he cannot. This, to me, is just like a student with a disability. Although the easy analogy to make would be to a student with behavior difficulties, really, the analogy holds true for any disability. Students don't get a choice about a disability. Sometimes, the action a student takes is beyond his or her own control. It's important to keep this fact in mind when working with students with disabilities, especially during a moment when a student is demonstrating frustration or anger. It's during these moments when a teacher needs the greatest amount of patience. At the unfortunate ending of the movie, Superman chooses to kill Zod to save the planet, despite the fact that Zod wasn't ever really in control of his own actions. Superman doesn't offer Zod an alternative plan, which is a strategy we might use with students. Superman doesn't provide any sort of warning, like a countdown to a consequence, another strategy we might use with students. Superman doesn't work to remove Zod from the situation, taking him or others elsewhere to avoid injury, which, yet again, is a strategy educators use with students who are having a difficult moment. Superman doesn't do any of these things, but instead, under great strain of remorse, he chooses to snap Zod's neck, which sort of broke my heart right there in the theater. I'd say about the only thing Superman does do right in that situation is keep his length of utterance down. It's a typical reaction for an educator witnessing a tantrum or outburst to try to calm the student by talking in a soothing tone. However, for some students who are in an escalated state, more auditory input is generally a bad thing. Visuals in the form of gestures or symbols paired with short two- or three-word utterances almost always seem to work better. Let's call use gestures or symbols and limit auditory input when calming a student AT Tip 363. Superman, probably the best-known superhero of all time, chooses to kill rather than find some sort of alternate solution. Now, I know the movie portrays this as a very difficult choice, but without trying myriad other solutions first, like offering to work with Zod to find some other uninhabited planet on which to rebuild Krypton, it seemed to me to be an awkward choice for final conflict resolution. In Man of Steel, Zack Snyder shows us that Superman, despite all his powers, still has his flaws, just like us humans. We all come packaged with good and bad somewhere inside us, but Superman always flies around wearing a symbol on his chest which means hope. He's supposed to shine as a bright beacon of hope. So here's to hoping that the rest of us make good, honorable, and thoughtful choices when it comes to helping students. I'd like to thank my wife for taking me to see Man of Steel. You're my Wonder Woman, Miss Mel. Remember that Texthelp has extended their offer of 10% off Read and Write Goal to anyone who enters in the code ATTIPS13SAVE10 at checkout. That code will be good until July 31st, 2013. But don't wait, get your discount today. Finally, I wanted to remind you that July 19th is the special one-day conference in Northern Virginia called Bridging the Gap, put on by the Virginia Society for Technology and Education. There are going to be a ton of great sessions on using contemporary technology to differentiate instruction, and I get to be one of the keynote speakers. You can learn more at bit.ly btg vist 2013. That's bit.ly vist 2013. If you can be in the area, I hope to see you there. 
Until next time, may all your interventions be more powerful than a locomotive, may all your strategies be more supportive than a tall building, and may all of your choices be super. <laughs>